Today's episode of Mum Talk is sponsored by Sainsbury's. Oh, hello, you lovely, lovely listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the bonus episode of Mum Talk. So at the end of series five, I strongly hinted that there would be a bonus episode coming and you wouldn't have to wait all the way through until January for series six. So here I am, but you know what? It's not actually what I was going to talk about. I kind of had a rough theme of what I was going to talk about on this bonus episode, but actually... As you know, this podcast is truthful, honest, and, you know, completely what's going on in the moment. So I'm going to share what's going on. Right now, this second, Amandine is napping. So it's around one o'clock. And for the first time, we are trying to put her down for a one day nap. Now, I mean, not lasting a day, obviously, but one nap. That's it. Normally she has two quite solid naps, but I ended up um, doing something for me this morning with Amandine, of course, but going to see some of my um, other mum friends this morning. And um, that was really, really lovely. And you know what? One of the mums just said, don't put her down. Come and see us. Come and have a coffee. It'll be really nice. And Amandine was brilliant. She was an absolute star. She just sat there. She was a little bit tired, yes. But, you know, it, it wasn't at all to the detriment of her sleep pattern or her routine. She still had a lovely time seeing her friends as well. So it was really nice to get out this morning. So we are now, I've now just fed her and I've now put her down to have a little bit of a nap. So it'll be interesting to see how long I get talking to you, but hopefully long enough. Hendrik is here anyway, so he can grab her if I am still chatting everything through. Hendrik just fell down the stairs. I did record the podcast, a little bit of it, and then I just heard this massive thump, 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 thump going down the stairs. So obviously I had to press pause and go and check that he was okay. He's absolutely fine, which is why I'm talking really candidly about this. He's totally fine. He just like slipped on his heel and bum shuffled the whole way down like Amandine does. Um, Amandine and I are doing really well. We're all doing really well, actually. Um, Amandine is sleeping really good. I've just had a couple of messages asking me to let you know what's all going on with uh, Amandine's sleep. So I might as well start there, seeing as that's what she's doing right now. And I'm staring into the baby monitor, willing her to close her eyes. So maybe if I talk about her sleep pattern, she will go to sleep. So what we've been doing currently, she wakes up, apparently she wakes up for me only at like 6.30, quarter past six, 6.30. But whenever Hendrik agrees to get her in the morning... She doesn't wake up until maybe 7.30. This morning she didn't wake up until 7.30. Yesterday she woke up at quarter past six. So it's somewhere between there. And then normally she'd go down for a nap anywhere between 9.30 and 10.30 really. She'd have a good hour and a half's nap, maybe two hours. And then we'd have lunch and then we'd play and go do something, go out and about. And then she'd normally have a nap around two. So I think she's starting to edge towards the one nap a day thing which is great. No idea what I'll do about work when she does one nap a day because I am I do do a lot in the hours that she sleeps. But I also think that she'll go to bed a little bit earlier when she goes down to one nap. And then we go to bed. She goes to bed at maybe 7.30, 8 o'clock, as do I. And I'm not even kidding. Recently, I have been going to bed at 8, 8.30. We eat with Amandine about half past five, which is really lovely, actually, because then you don't go to bed feeling full, full, full. But I really have tried to become a little bit 
less focused on her sleep routine and going to London actually really really helped. So last weekend I went to London and it was really lovely. It was after the big Mum Talk Live event which was a huge huge success. It was just wonderful. If you're listening and you came thank you so much. You've pretty much made my entire year. It was brilliant. Um, I loved it. I hope you did too. I'll talk a little bit more about that later um, if I don't forget. And I said to myself, as we were going up to London, you know what, I am not going to worry about routines and naps and things like that. If if Amandine wants to nap, she will nap. I took the buggy, I took our Bugaboo Ant, which was brilliant to travel with. I I think it's a fantastic piece of kit. I also got one of those um, snooze, oh, what's it called? Snooze shield, snooze shade, snooze shade things, and put that over as well. And it created the most perfect nap environment for her. And we had a wonderful time and Amandine napped um, twice a day in the buggy because we arrived on Friday and we came home Sunday morning. So we literally had the one day on Saturday really and Friday afternoon to just enjoy and I didn't want to kind of be with my sister saying, we've got to get home, she's got to have a nap, she's got to have a nap. Amandine is 15 months uh, literally in a minute. Um, so no, not literally in a minute, but on the 4th of December she'll be 15 months. So a little bit of flexibility is a good thing, right? You know, I've been seriously dedicated from pretty much day one because it was very clear that Amandine liked routine and I have been seriously dedicated to making sure Amandine is at home for her naps because she just sleeps so well. And Amandine is Amandine is a dream to be around and just to, you know, to have as a little baby when she sleeps. She's fantastic. Not only when she's sleeping, obviously, but you know, she's in such, she's such a happy baby. And I really do believe that that's a lot to do with her having good sleep. And I also believe that if I'm happy, she's happy. If she's happy, I'm happy. <laughs> so it is well worth putting your baby's sleep at the top of your list of things to do, I would say anyway. So when we went to London, it was really lovely and we just enjoyed the things. We went, if you're listening and you're in London, definitely go. It's on until January 2020. Um, It is a, I can't even pretend to pronounce it, but it is the main exhibition at the Tate. It's the one with the colours, lots of colours and it's kind of shadows. There's a picture of, yeah, lots of colours and then shadows of people walking. And that's part of the exhibition and it's absolutely fantastic. It's so sensory for babies. That's one of the reasons why we went. I saw it on someone's Instagram actually. I was influenced and only when I was looking at the tape thinking what we could do on our day out on Saturday did I see the same picture and I thought oh that must be it we should definitely go. My sister was a bit peeved though because we ended up having to pay for tickets because I didn't tell my sister long in in long enough in advance and through her work she could have got us in for free. It's quite expensive I think it's 20 pounds each. Babies obviously don't um don't pay but it really is good and it took us quite a bit of time and then we just went across the road to Wagamama's and had lunch and I'd just actually been talking about this on my Instagram because I'm getting used to this allergy stuff. Amandine is allergic to cashew nuts. We found that out um, a good couple of weeks ago now. And I'm getting used to going to places like Wagamama's, which actually that's the second time I've only ever eaten there in my entire life. Um, And had to, I ordered my meal and then it suddenly dawned on me, oh gosh, you know, this is the kind of place 
which would have cross-contamination potentially because, you know, they're, they're cooking things up all the time in difference in um, stir-fries and things like that. I should probably say no cashews because we don't yet know how strong her reaction is. I don't know if it's just, you know, a very slight taste or who knows, but it wasn't worth the risk. So Amandine was so patient. My sister and I had our food and I had to order Amandine something different that had to then be cooked by the head chef. So we had to wait for him to become free and he had to cook it and then gave it to Amandine. It wasn't as nearly as nice as mine. It was literally just... um rice with sweet corn, shredded carrot, and I think egg. But Amandine enjoyed it. It was still fine. And they do have a proper kiddies menu at Wagamama's as well, which I didn't know, but it was only when I asked to get her something different because she would have shared mine. I actually had more than enough. It didn't have cashews in, but, you know, the risk was just too high, seeing as we don't know. We did get a letter through, so for anyone who's interested about our allergy experience... What happened was I found out she was allergic from giving her some of uh, a naked bar, which had cashews in. And then I called the doctor, told them what happened. They referred us. I then got a letter from the referrals team saying, uh, please call us to initiate your referral, I think. Um, So I called them. They then sent the referral through. Then I got another letter in the post yesterday from Exeter saying... uh, thank you for your referral. We know you're waiting for an appointment. We will call you or let send you a letter with an appointment as soon as we have one. So it's been, you know, I'd say it's been at least a month actually. So it, it clearly takes quite a bit of time. There are quite a few stages you have to get through before even getting to the point of getting an appointment, which seems a bit ridiculous, especially for people who have really, really bad allergies. You know, I've, I had a lovely message from a lady who must listen, hi, if you're listening, um, in my messages inbox saying that she's been waiting so long and in the end had to go privately because um, her child had really a lot of a lot of uh, allergies. I mean, we're talking like dairy, soy, all nuts, um, egg. I, I think it was pretty much across the board. So that, you know, to live with just cashew allergy for, you know, three or four months... That's quite a lot, actually, when you don't know to the extent of um, what the allergy is, really. You know, even Hendrik makes um, kind of nut brittle in our pan at home, and he uses almonds and cashews and then creates like a crunchy sugar, right? It's his favourite thing. But I scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub the saucepan once he's used it because I just think okay well you know how much of the cashew leaches into the pan I mean probably nothing it's a great pan it's a Le Creuset pan which I was given for Christmas kindly last year so hopefully we will get our appointment soon and um we'll at least be able to know how severe her cashew nut allergy is So as I mentioned earlier, thank you so much to all of you who came to the live event. It was absolutely amazing. I loved it. We had, I think we had, well, we did have 40 guests and I reckon we had 30 babies. I don't think there were more than 10 people that came by themselves. It was 
round. And yes, it was noisy. I think I talked on here about using the mic. We did use the mic in the end, which I'm very pleased that I did decide to go and get the mic because we needed it. It was just brilliant. The kids were having so much fun um, and it looked like most of the audience were hanging off uh, Sarah and Siobhan's every word. I mean, I was, and I pretty much heard what they said already. (laughs) Um, So it was just brilliant. If I'm really sorry we weren't able to record it for everybody who wasn't able to be there. There will be more events, I hope. But do go and listen back to Sarah Turner's podcast that we had and also Siobhan Miller's podcast because they share a lot of what they were talking about um, on the podcast. So definitely go and have a listen. But my goodness, the babies were having so much fun on the play area so, so much fun. Scandiborn, the guys at Scandiborn are just so generous and so brilliant. I literally couldn't believe my eyes when this box of toys arrived for all the children. It was amazing, absolutely amazing, and the most beautiful toys. I'm going to hopefully on my Instagram do a little bit of a um, overview of all the toys because they are gorgeous and they would make for beautiful, beautiful Christmas presents. So if you're struggling of what to know to give your little ones or if people are asking what would they like, then go and check out Scandiborn anyway because they are gorgeous. But I will I will save on the highlights section of my Instagram once I get around to doing it some of the toys that they sent us because they're just brilliant. Absolutely great. And if you're coming to a future event, they will all be there. Um, they were such a hit, so wonderful. For Christmas, whilst I'm on the topic... Um, we aren't going all out with Amandine whatsoever. I mean, she is, I'm sure, going to be spoilt rotten by her grandmother and also by her tata Mimi, my sister. So we have literally bought her, well, I actually bought her those cushions. If you watch my Instagram, I guess a few, uh, a week or so ago, you will have seen the Nobody Knows cushions that I bought from Scandiborn. They were meant to be for Amandine for Christmas, but... I saw one and I just wanted it to check to check that it fitted in with her corner and the, the colours were nice. Anyway, she saw it and she started going rawr for the lion and it was so cute. So I gave them to her then. I know, really bad, massive, massive fail. Um, so we're now just giving her this magnetic like fish, uh, fishing rod thing and then the fisher magnets because I think that'd be quite fun and um, Hendrik found it. Uh, be good, quite good for aim. Um, I don't know where Hendrik bought that actually, but I will. I'll share it on my Instagram at some point. But you can find them online really easily. In fact, if you're local to Exeter, I saw one in Darts Farm. Um, Deco, I think Deco D E C O are quite a good brand for things like that. I'm pretty sure it was Deco. I think it's a French brand, Deco. Um, but yeah, they're really good. But with all of this stuff going on and in fact I'm recording this podcast uh the day before Black Friday which is a time of year that I have to say I really hate anyway because there's so much pressure to get out find a deal you know if you've been thinking about buying something you must buy it now because it'll be at its cheapest point when actually (laughs) I'm sure most of you know this but Black Friday is pretty much a bit of a con um and most of the time you will find the items 
just as cheap somewhere at some other point in time of the year. Um, Or maybe there's something that you really want to buy, but you know it. But I just feel the pressure to go out and find a bargain somehow. I'm not. I haven't. And I'm not. Um, But it just gets me into this whole internet shopping and, and it makes me feel really overwhelmed about Christmas because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I could get so many of my Christmas presents in the Black Friday sales. But actually, I can't. And, you know... No, 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 no. So I hope you guys survived. You'll be listening to this after the Black Friday. I hope you guys survived the whole Black Friday shenanigans and you can start to feel festive and calm about Christmas. And this was the main reason I wanted to come on here, actually, because since... And I'm I'm slowly learning to be more and more open on the podcast with you guys, because I have to say... I do put on a bit of a face for the podcast, I suppose. Even though I am able to hide behind a mic, I get to, I'm very lucky to talk to a lot of experts about certain things, but I I don't share a huge amount of how I'm feeling. I think I did mid-series for series five, maybe, but just once. But a good few of you asked me to share how I'm feeling. Um... Yeah, I'm a bit overwhelmed actually and it's taking me quite a bit more time than normal to get out of my slump. Um, It became quite a lot around the time of the event uh, because the podcast is growing, which is wonderful. I am so happy that it's reaching so many of you. This was just my dream that, you know, I would be able to A familiar voice, I guess, a weekly familiar voice would offer so much support um, to lots of you out there. And it's growing. I need more time for it, naturally. The live events, if you kind of followed my journey when I was back doing yoga and running all the retreats and running all of the workshops and things like that, you'll know that live events are just the the best. I adore connecting with everybody. There's nothing like a face-to-face connection. I mean, the the second best thing is a phone call, third best thing, it's not even a best thing, but it's an email, isn't it? And so much is done by email these days. I pretty much always pick up the phone if I can, um, which some brands don't like, but I pretty much always pick up the phone and try and get through to somebody. But the connection face-to-face and so many people at one point is just the best. And I got a a good few messages from people who came to the event saying, I've made a coffee, I'm having a coffee with three lovely women that I met at the event. And I had a message from one of my friends saying, I heard so many people arranging coffee dates and play dates with their children. And isn't that brilliant? Isn't that brilliant? You come to one event and you make like five or six new friends and because everyone's local and it's just absolutely superb. I'm so happy, so happy how it went down. But it was a huge thing. It was a huge, huge thing for me and I haven't got the balance right. I have not got the balance right in the whole thing. You know, I'm self-employed, essentially. I'm working from home. I have Amandine. My mum is great, but she's still quite a distance away. And my mum has a really busy life, actually. Um, So it's quite difficult to 
get a specific time in the week where someone can look after Amandine, uh, which means I en- end up doing this floating around and I try and ask Hendrik to do something, but then, you know, Hendrik might go off surfing or he might have his own stuff to do and, you know, he's at work as well. So I have to be mindful of that. And if any of you are listening and you're self-employed, you know that it is virtually impossible to switch off. And I end up finding myself replying to emails at 1am in the morning or I turn on my phone at 6am and I start straight away looking at emails to try and get ahead of the day before the day catches up with me and the time in the middle is where I'm with Amandine and then I can record and do things in her nap times but I end up getting really stressed about that and then the house is filthy and people are telling me to get a cleaner but I don't really want to get a cleaner because our house isn't huge, it's well within my ability to clean, but I'm almost at that point where it's so filthy now that um, I just can't keep on top of it, or even I just, I almost want someone to come in and do a deep clean, and then I can go from there, you know, just like a one-off cleaner (laughs) once. I, I might even Google that, you know, I might even Google that and see. But yeah, I I really, really have felt and still feel a little bit quite overwhelmed by everything that's going on. And it's the smallest things that seem to add up, you know, like I, I had been shoving things into my wardrobe for weeks. And I finally just, when Amandine was napping and I'd finished breakfast, came upstairs, came to get dressed and thought, no, I'm going to sort my wardrobe. It took me 10 minutes, but it's all those little things that I just feel like I have no time. Even though I have lots of time, there's just so much noise going on in my head. And you can probably even tell from listening to this podcast and me jumping left, right and centre, that there's just so much noise going on that I can't seem to focus on any one thing I've written it all down I've tried to you know make a list but then I almost go the other way once I've made a list instead of ticking things off I'm thinking oh yeah I can just get all that done tomorrow but I don't of course I can't because I have Amandine and also don't feel like I'm being you know the best mum to Amandine in the time that I have with her when she's awake you know I feel so overwhelmed that trying to do the bits at home but I can't do any of that properly I can't be you know 100% with Amandine and you know I wrote down in my notes actually um I tried to express on on paper I guess how I was feeling and I wrote this down yesterday um and I put I feel like I'm in a bit of a whirlpool and I can't get out so I'm trying to slow down and do some of the small things which are adding up and actually just writing that down and almost putting the visualisation that I've been having of being stuck just in this spin, (laughs) getting sucked deeper and deeper down into this whirlpool, it has made me feel a lot lighter writing it down. I have no idea how that works psychologically. I guess it's a little bit like journaling. If you can journal your feelings, then um, you feel a lot better. I've never really got to grips with journaling. I don't think I actually give myself the time to journal but maybe it should be something that I do even if I just put it into the notes of my phone or put one thing that I've been feeling during the day into my phone um but yeah it's odd because I don't feel like I've had the time for anything yet life is just whizzing by and I know they say that time goes quickly when you have kids but 
I don't really feel like it's Amandine making the time go quick. I, I feel like it's my headspace or lack of headspace. You know, when the girls were organising a um, a meetup this morning, I could see all of the messages pinging through on my phone, but I left it until I saw one that looked like they'd organised something because I just had no space in my head to make any form of decision and I just wanted to say yes or no to where they were going and what they were doing if I could kind of cope not cope but I'm going to use the word cope cope with that um then I'd say yes or no you know and I'm sure I am not the only one feeling like this but I really want to nip this in the bud or at least try and get on top of everything before Christmas Because I feel, you know, even Hendrix downstairs and he's asking me, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? I've been asking since August, which he has. He's very organised. What do you want for Christmas? I have no time to think about what I want for Christmas. I have no idea what I want for Christmas. I'm, I don't like lots of stuff. That stresses me out even more. So I don't just want him to buy me stuff. There are holes in my wardrobe, yes, but... I can make do with what I've got, you know, I, I'm certainly no fashionista, but I live in Devon, so all I need is a woolly jumper and a pair of jeans, which, you know, have more rips in them now than they did five years ago. Most of my wardrobe is at least five years old. I get stuck when I need to go and do something smart. Yeah, sure, I do. Um, but, and um, you know, I'm wearing jeans, which are probably two sizes too big for me right now. But I... I just have no headspace for it. I have absolutely no headspace for it. I know I need to take some time away, I think, from Amandine, from everything. Um, and, you know, time, I'm not meaning like a week here, I'm meaning a few hours. I booked myself in for my uh, two-yearly haircut uh, in, th- in, when is that? Not next week, the week after in an attempt to make myself feel a little bit better, because I've been thinking, okay, maybe self-care will help me feel a little bit better. And I have to say, I have been making a bit more of an effort in the evenings to take a bit of a bath. For instance, I'm going to have one this afternoon when I get back from swimming. I'm taking Amandine to swimming in a couple of hours and I don't shower on a Thursday morning (laughs) or wash my hair, which was evident this morning um, in my Instagram videos. I'm going to have a bath this afternoon and I'm very grateful to Sainsbury's who got in touch and sent me some of the sanctuary spa range which they stock. Sainsbury's has a growing selection of products which we can use with our little ones but also for us, for the parents, for us to use when we want to take a bit of time out and some self-care and I've been lucky enough to try out some of the Sanctuary Spa range that they stock. I've been using recently in my bath, which I will be having tonight, the Bath Relaxer, which is an indulgent oil-rich soak full of the most beautiful blend of oils. It really is gorgeous. And then on my face, I have been, I'm going to come back to that bath relaxer in a minute. Um, on my face, I have been using the Sanctuary Spa 5-Minute Thermal Charcoal Detox Mask, which is it's like a clay treatment. Um, and the best thing about it is it warms your face. So you put it on, just like you normally would with any face mask, and then it heats. It heats your face. It's absolutely amazing. So that, with the bath relaxer, is my absolute go-to in the evenings. 
I do also um, have some bath salts from Sanctuary Spa and they are gorgeous. But I save those for the shower, maybe kind of every third day or something. Or I sometimes do it on Friday morning when I take a shower because I know that I've been swimming on Thursday. I've had my nice bath and then bath salts on a Friday morning is really nice. I've tried to create a little bit of a routine with self-care, as you can probably hear. I know that Thursday after swimming... I want to get clean anyway because I've been swimming with Amandine so that is the time even if I don't feel like it because sometimes running a bath and getting into the bath can feel like a bit like a a bit of an effort right but get in enjoy relax if you can't zone out if you're not into reading a book try and I don't know put some Netflix on or something but just take time for you and make the time right I think I mentioned this um a while ago about making time and it's something I have completely and utterly failed completely failed completely failed so I one of the reasons for me saying this out loud to you is to tell myself again and I'm going to remind you and I hope that you'll remind me to make time for yourself make make time don't just take the time make the time so Thursday evenings is my evening where I'm going to have a bath tonight I'm going to use those gorgeous products and that's what I'm going to do Now, we don't always have that time, right? And lucky for me, Sainsbury's sent me a couple of other products from their Sanctuary Spa range. And these are also the ones that I've been using daily because they are, and I was just telling my friend about this actually, we were out for a walk and I was telling her how much I hate moisturising and how much time it takes. And when, you know, I've taken a shower, Amandine needs me, um, the last thing I want to be doing is wasting time moisturising. Some people love moisturising, right? You know, after a bath or if you've got time for yourself, moisturising is great. But actually, in the morning, when you've got to get up, you've got to get yourself sorted, you've got to get your child sorted, your baby sorted, your husband sorted. <laughs> you just want to slap something on, right? And especially over the winter, um, our skin really suffers. So Sanctuary Spa do a wet skin moisture miracle. And it really is a miracle. And again, it has the same luxury smell as the uh, bath relaxer does. It's a body lotion that locks in twice the moisture and up to twice as fast. I'm just reading the product here. But you put it on wet. So you shower, you finish showering, you turn off the water. Whilst you're still wet, you literally just put uh, loads of the product all over your all over your body like you would any normal body moisturizer you don't have to like rub 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 in and then you just simply towel dry and get ready and it saves so much time I have this sitting in the shower and I use it after every single shower and it is just brilliant and it takes no time at all I also before I step into the shower use their one minute daily glow mask which has vitamin c in it and it is absolutely gorgeous. So I pop it on um, before I get in the shower, then turn on the shower, wait for it to warm up. And once, by the time I'm in the shower, it's been a minute. Um, and I just wash it off and then carry on with the rest of my shower. And it is gorgeous. The last thing that I wanted to share with you that I absolutely adore and have been using and I'm going to give my mother for Christmas because she will love it is their Hyaluronic Wonder Oil Serum. And yes, I did have to Google how you pronounce that because I had no idea. Um, It is absolutely gorgeous. I put it on underneath my SPF moisturizer 
Um, but after my morning routine and literally takes no time at all, but you can use it without a, a moisturiser, which is really lovely as well if you don't need to put an SPF on, but you should be every day. Um, <laughs> which I know now, I didn't necessarily know ages and ages and ages ago, even in the winter, you need to put on an SPF. For you guys, Sainsbury's are offering an exclusive redemption code to claim a free 150ml Sanctuary Spa Bath Relaxer as part of your next online shop. So if you do your online shopping at Sainsbury's, even if you don't, you should (laughs) this time, all you need to do is simply follow the link in my show notes. I'm going to pop it into the show notes. There'll be a URL. All you need to do is click on that and you'll be taken through to where you can redeem your free Spath Bar Relaxer. And yes, it is worth it. It's gorgeous. So up to 200 of you will be able to claim that free product right up until the 31st of December. Do note that the minimum spend for the Sainsbury's online shop is £25 and you'll have to register for an account in order to place an order. Full terms and conditions apply and can be found by following the link in the show notes. And you guys know that I only ever share things with you that I really do believe in and these have truly made a difference to how I've been feeling. I think it's mainly the smell and the luxurious feel on my body. Um, To say it's kind of transformed where I feel like I am is a little too heavy, but it's just made me feel like I'm taking the effort to care for myself, you know? Um, And and that's definitely what I need more in my life. is a bit of calm, a bit of calm. So do take and make some time for yourself this festive period if you can. You know, I don't want me saying make time for yourself to be an extra stress, but you know, if you're looking through your calendar, I have I keep all my stuff on my iCal and I actually now have um one of those colored blocks for me time and I'm really trying to put in me time in my actual calendar um that's a way that I've been trying to cope with this feeling of overwhelm and to try and you know get myself out of this whirlpool is putting me time in the calendar also trying to fix my work hours so for instance for the very first time I had a brand contact me about a really weird opportunity actually which who knows if that will come off but it was weird but quite fun um and you'll hear about it if it happens it will be to do with the podcast (laughs) anyway I'll stop talking about that um but I had them call and I said look I'm really really sorry or they wanted to schedule a call for Friday and for the first time I actually said you know what I'm taking the day off And I need to do more of that. I'm going to have work days. I keep getting emails from lots and lots of people saying my work days are Tuesdays, Thursday, Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. And I look at them and I'm almost in awe of them. And I think, yeah, of course, of course, that's what you're meant to do. You're meant to have work days because everybody takes time off. And, you know, I'm a mum, first and foremost. I've got Amandine, she's 15 months almost. And I'm doing this as well, but I want to be able to do everything you know I want to be able to do the podcast I want to be able to do work I want to be able to do my yoga I want to be able to teach my private clients but I also want to be the best mum that I can be 
So if that means that I take, you know, Monday and Wednesday off or whatever, and it's written in my email, also need to do an email because I'm awful at feeling like the minute I get an email, it needs an immediate response. Um, I'm really, really bad at that. And then if I don't immediately respond to it, I feel like it's hanging over my head and I'm aware that there are a lot of flagged emails in my inbox. So if you sent me an email recently, especially if you'd like to come on the podcast, I am so sorry. I just haven't had time to, or I feel like I haven't had time to respond to you in the way that I want to. So I just haven't responded and that's what ends up happening. I just end up not responding, which is awful. Um, I will eventually, but it, you know, it takes like maybe even a couple of months to come back to you. Um, so I need to start scheduling time and that is uh, one of the things I wanted to do this week actually. So I've got my me time in, I'm going to schedule out my hours to try and overcome this sense of overwhelm and also um, I'm going to really get excited about Christmas. You know last year I felt like Christmas just whizzed by, we didn't do really anything Christmassy, Amandine was fairly still a newborn, yes, but I really want to get into the Christmas spirit. Hendrik adores Christmas. We He's um, half French, half German, as you probably know. And they do a thing on the 6th of December where they put a shoe outside of their door and they put in like their list of Santa and in return they get um, like a chocolate figurine or something like that and an advent calendar. I think it's on St. Nicholas Day or something. I think Hendrik was saying. Uh, that could be wrong. So I'm going to do that for him this year. He's downstairs, so I don't want to say that too loudly. I'm going to do that for him this year. I also wanted to do it for Amandine. I ordered her a really cute advent calendar. They're like little socks, and then they turn the other way up, and they're animals when you're done with them, and you can create a mountain scene. Really, really cool. But unfortunately, I th- thought I'd found one. I just had an email from them um, saying there's been a stock discrepancy. We don't actually have it. So I'm going to try and figure out another way of doing that. Um, because that was really cute and I want an advent calendar that I can use and use and use again with Amandine um, and not buy her, you know, the ones that get chucked away, which I have to say I've been having, you know, my favourite thing is a lint calendar, <laughs> but I don't think we'll be doing that this year. It would be nice to buy something that we can either use as a family as an advent calendar, but I thought about doing things like, again, I want to say this quietly because Hendrick's downstairs, but instead of just having gifts in each of the things and chocolate, obviously I don't want to be giving Amandine too much, if any, chocolate. Um, but I'll put in things like a pack of her favourite gingerbread from Organics, um, a pack of, uh, I got her some, um, oh, what's it called? Like the, a memory game of animals. So I'll pop that in. I also did buy her because I thought it'd be quite Christmas, quite fun in the run up to Christmas when we get closer to the end of the advent. Um, this mini camera, it was about four pounds, but it's a mini wooden camera. And I thought that would be quite fun for her because she likes copying us. And if she's got her camera over Christmas and we've got our camera over Christmas, that'd be quite cute. But I also thought I would put in little day trips. So I've tried to find things that are going on around Exeter over the Christmas period. So maybe we'll take an afternoon trip to the donkey sanctuary or I've also been looking at this steam engine thingy-majig uh, where you get to meet Santa. I'm not so fussed about the whole meeting Santa thing but I just want to feel Christmassy you know and it's quite difficult to do that. We're going to go and get our tree in a couple of days. Hendrik's very excited about that and I just want to yeah really embrace Christmas. So my plan is to manage how I'm feeling right now and kind of not dive any deeper down my whirlpool or get sucked any lower into my whirlpool is to take, you know, most of December off. I know that probably sounds quite extravagant, but on and off 
take most of December off. Ugh, don't know how that, I don't know if that's going to work. Saying that actually and thinking what that actually means, I don't think that'll be possible. But taking maybe working half the week and then maybe taking the rest of the week off would be quite nice. Or just trying to feel a little bit more, um, a little bit more on holiday. If you could see me right now, I'm doing those bunny ear fingers in inverted commas on holiday type thing would be nice because even when we end up going away to see Hendrix family not so much of a holiday but also it's uh I, I don't I never take time off for those and in fact the last time we went away I said to the brands that I was working with I'm taking time off you know but actually I ended up doing a lot of work because I see this downtime as productivity time when actually you know what everything is just being lovely and doing you know really well you guys are listening that's all I care about is that it's helpful to you guys and you're enjoying it and um I can be of some support so I really hope listening to me waffle on about self-care the importance of looking after yourself giving you a little bit of insight into how I'm feeling has maybe made you realize you need to make a bit more time for yourself um because it's pants when you don't you know I reached out to one of my mum friends just this morning saying oh I'm really sorry I didn't see you yesterday I've just been feeling a bit rubbish uh I've made an effort to get out of the house today but um she also mentioned to she's an acupuncture therapist and she also mentioned actually to take a multivitamin which I didn't do I I didn't take a breastfeeding multivitamin when I was feeding Amandine so I probably am a little bit depleted um and you know that's never going to help with the feeling of overwhelm and the feeling of you know just too much going on and not feeling not having time and my diet hasn't been that great either so I definitely need to work on that consumption of water has been at an all-time low uh that has not been brilliant Hendrix on my back always to drink more water so there are definitely things that I could do to up my game in self-care certainly up my game in self-care just looking through a couple of the notes to my Instagram message that I put out this morning asking if anyone had any topics they wanted me to talk about and actually I've got one here on mum guilt that I didn't realise I had and I was going to talk about this in this podcast but I um my feelings haven't really been so much around mum guilt but it's a really tricky thing mum guilt we talked about it a lot uh at the Mum Talk Live event with Sarah and Siobhan. And, you know, they've got three boys each, six boys between them. And we were talking a lot about, you know, how they felt about working because, of course, their their careers are very much around being a mum and are, they've created them themselves. Um, and, yeah, mum guilt does come around with that. But I, I do think that in no way should you feel guilty about taking time for yourself because it's imperative to being the best mum that you can be when you're with your little one. You know, I'm I'm feeling so overwhelmed because I haven't taken time for myself that I know I'm not the best mum that I can be for Amaldine. I know I'm not, um, you know, doing the best that I can do for everybody with the podcast. And I know I'm not doing the best for myself either. And I know I'm being a shocking friend to my friends around me because I don't feel like I have time for myself, let alone for anybody else. I'm being a pretty shoddy wife. Um, Yeah, 
I'm probably being a pretty shoddy daughter as well and a pretty shoddy sister to my sister, I would have thought. It's one of the reasons why I went up to London because I felt like I just hadn't been there for her for the last year and she's been going through stuff and I just haven't been there Um, and her friends have been amazing and have really supported her, but I haven't and I guess my mum guilt's actually more around that, to be honest. Um, So my first step is starting to look after myself a little bit so I feel like I can have a little bit more time and then give a lot more time of my time to everyone else around me and the things that I am passionate about um, and my daughter and my husband and my sister and my mum and my work. So mum guilt just should not play a part if you're wanting to take time for yourself because it will help in things that you feel mum guilt about which is maybe going to work and leaving your little one but at the end of the day you're doing it all for them right? Everything we're doing is for them and for us but for them too to give them the best possible life what else have we got here on a slightly lighter note my friends first shoes where to get them and do they need to be fitted by an expert before fully walking or not so I think the advice is that you are not meant to put them in shoes until they're walking because their toes are doing so much work um, to help them balance. However, saying that, we have tiled floors and Amandine was really showing the desire to put shoes on. So we did buy her some really soft first walkers from Clark's um, and she wears them probably once every couple of days. Like she's not really in them for very long and she really enjoys wearing them And I don't think it's a bad thing getting them used to uh, wearing them, but also she enjoys walking in them behind her walker. I think she feels a little bit more stable because the floor's quite slippy and it's cold underneath her feet, but when she's got the shoes on, it's obviously not cold. So in answer to your question, we bought ours from Clark's. I almost feel like I, um, you know, my mum bought our shoes from Clark's, so Clark's is the way to go. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Bobucks also do some great shoes. My friend got her shoes from Bobucks. They're a little bit on the expensive side, but I think they're well worth it. Um, I didn't want to do that because Amandine's not walking yet, so these are just kind of play shoes for her. When she starts to really walk, I may look at investing in some Bobucks, and especially, you know, if they're in a neutral colour, who's to say if we do have another little one, they can't be worn by them as well. Okay, what else have we got? Struggling with early wake-ups. Would love to hear how you're getting on. Yeah, oh my goodness. Okay, so (laughs) early wake-ups. We definitely went through a stage with Amandine where she would wake up every morning on the dot at 5.15. I do think it was a bit of a habit she got into and it was only when I gave her the space in her cot to just chill out in the morning did that start to go on to an, an hour or so. I don't know if your little one is crying when they wake up or if you can leave them to chill it was easy to let Amandine chill so it's easy for me to share our experience I guess um so when she woke up I would just let her chill out in her cot and then she would sometimes go back to sleep sometimes not and then I'd go pick her up at maybe 6 30 quarter past six um and now it's gone her normal wake up time will be around quarter past six sometimes later and then I'll let her snooze ish on and off until seven Don't be afraid to give them space in their cot just to lie there and maybe encourage to go back to sleep. Um, Again, I don't know the age of your little one, but I was probably starting to do that with Amandine from when she went into her own room, so around seven months, around seven or eight months. Obviously, if they're crying, you don't necessarily want to do that depending on which way you are parenting, but... um, 
give it a go. If you feel like you can give them space, give it a go. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's what we did. Crimbo plans between your folks and H. Hendrix folks with the added bonus of air travel. Yeah, so I say we're lucky, but I mean, Hendrick probably doesn't see it that way, but Hendrick doesn't normally get Christmas off. Um, sometimes he'll work. In fact, he's got Christmas off this year with quite a big chunk either side, but ever since I've met him, um, which is, you know, eight years ago now, nine years ago, eight or nine years ago, he's never had this amount of time off over Christmas. I've never been to his family's for Christmas. He, like last year, for instance, um, he had to fly on Christmas Day morning, so he joined us for Christmas Day afternoon and stayed one night and then we headed back because he had to be back at work. So he's never really had a big chunk of time off over Christmas. Uh, next year, I think, will be the time when we have a really big chunk of time off over Christmas. Um because some some things are slightly changing with his roster but uh yeah we don't have that trickiness so my mum only lives an hour away so I think what we're going to do this Christmas is have a fair amount of it here but then hopefully we'll go down to my mum's maybe Christmas Eve or even the day before and have a really lovely long period of time long I say like three or four days um of Christmas with my mum my sister and my mum's partner and doggy of course um and then in January, we go to France for, I guess, the little Christmassy thing. And also that's the time of year we always go because the surf's good, it's not crowded. And also Hendrik's mum and dad are 80 plus and they have all... So Hendrik is one of three brothers and they've all got kids. So it's a hectic time and they all stay at the house. And yeah, it would be insane if we were there as well. I can tell you now, I would not cope I would not cope, I would flip my lid and uh, overwhelm would go next level. <laughs> so um, I think, you know, Christmas, taking a step back from it all, and I guess it's kind of goes for life in general, you know. I always, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I always look and I think, you know, what's important to me? What is important to me to get from this life? And love, giving love, feeling loved, um caring you know it's what it's what I it's what I want from life and Christmas is also about that you know be around people that you love be around people that you care for um care for others and be happy you know it's not a happy time of year for everybody um I don't think I've ever actually shared this with any of you before but Christmas is a tricky time for us my mum's father my grandfather passed away on Christmas day quite a few years ago now um and my father passed away on New Year's day so it is a really tricky time for us actually which is why it's even more important for us to be around people that we love people that um that we feel supported by and that also we you know can give that support back to so there you go, something really deep that you didn't know um, to share on the podcast to finish the bonus episode. I wish you all a very, very happy, merry Christmas festive period. I am going to check back in with you guys for series six of the podcast in January. Please keep in contact. Um, I will still be active, you know, on social media. But please keep in contact. Send me um, emails if you'd like to. I will put out a random Q&A on my Instagram at some point and answer any um, questions from my experience, obviously, that you may have. 
Um, and also, do not forget to go and claim your freebie from Sainsbury's, the bath relaxer. It is gorgeous and take some time out for yourself. A big thank you to Sainsbury's for sending me some lovely products and supporting this episode of the podcast. I will check in with you guys in the new year have wonderful celebrations lots of love to you all thank you all for your continued support and i hope to meet even more of you in the new year there are some exciting things to come lots and lots of love Mwah. <laughs>